H2O Ghost. Hey everybody, welcome to Thailand. No, you, you knew I was gonna do it. Welcome to 321 Ghost. Uh, I'm Kyle, your host with the Silent G, is joined always by my confidant, my pal, sitting across from me virtually. Hey, hey Natalie, how are you? Hello everyone. Hi Kyle. Gosh, I, um, hmm. Yeah, this movie is going to be a fun one. I was shocked, not shocked, but I was, you know, surprised initially that you added this movie uh, onto your list. By the way, everybody, we're going to be talking about 1998's Halloween H2O, colon, 20 years later, I think is the full title of this film. Um, and uh this movie in particular is a weird pick from this series. And uh, this was on your list, and I am really excited to hear why you picked it. You are going to be very underwhelmed. Hell yeah. The reason why I picked this specific one to start with is because it's celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. So it you know, was released in the summer. In the summer of, yeah. Not around Halloween. That's true. I do remember that summer of 1998. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that was funny because, gosh, the passage of time, huh? I it's it. I was watching this movie thinking, there is more time between now and that movie than there is between that movie and the original Halloween. I'm like, that is bonkers. Wild. And uh, so and the, the original Halloween, the original Halloween celebrated its 45th anniversary dang. this year. An old ass movie. Wild. I know. And then, you know, and then they, they worse than that other reboot, reboot, whatever, uh, with David Gordon Green and Danny McBride did in 2018. That's an additional 20 years after H2O. But mm -hmm. as uh, we'll kind of talk about, I think, you know, the, you know, uh, the, the weird, convoluted, uh, you know, multiple retcons of the plot and trying to keep track of which movies count and which movies don't. Um, Wait, you gonna... don't want to discuss that? We're going to, but I think for, you know, I think for a series like this, I mean, I think we should take a quick pause, take a little step back and just talk about Halloween as a series in general. I mean, I think, you know, this will be um, our first time covering one of the big three, right? You know, Michael, mm -hmm. Freddie, Jason. I, um, so I think we owe it to our, owe it to our esteemed, astute audience. Are they astute? I don't know. Is that the right word? Um, oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just kind of talking through, you know, our thoughts just about this franchise in general, you know, just because it is so, eh, I mean, revered is, you know, I don't know if that's true. The first one, though. But yeah, just kind of oh, yeah. kind of your thoughts in general about this franchise. I have a lot of thoughts about this franchise. I want to hear them. some good. Some not so good. Yeah, I love the original Halloween. And I only recently found out that a lot of people don't like Halloween 2, hmm. which I was kind of surprised by. So apparently amongst the horror community, Halloween 2 is not really a very popular film. Um, I love both of them. I like watching them back to back. I think they're both amazing. They're two of my favorite movies ever. And um, after that, it gets a little bit foggy. But one fun thing that I do know, mm -hmm. and 
I don't remember where I read this or heard this, probably on a horror movie podcast, but the original concept for these Halloween movies was each film was going to be a chapter of Halloween in a completely different story. So stories that take place during the season of Halloween or on the day of Halloween, and it was a different spooky story and situation. And that's why Halloween 3, Season of the Witch is a completely different story. I love that movie. I would love to revisit that one. I know a lot of people don't love it because it doesn't have Michael Myers, but Michael Myers wasn't supposed to be a continuing thing. Like he was supposed to be reserved just for that one first Halloween movie. And he was so wildly popular, that movie blew up. So they made that immediate sequel. There's my history lesson. No, I, um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, like even, uh, you know, John Carpenter kind of begrudgingly, um, came back to help out with the second one being like, all right, well, I'll, I'll write it, you know, but I'm not directing it. And then from then on, he was like, well, I'm not, you know, I, I want nothing to do with this. And it's really kind of, uh, he's pretty funny for how, you know, his involvement in those things. Now he's very much just like, oh yeah, hell yeah. I get paid. It's great. And that's, you know. <laughs> that's for him. that's his involvement even though i know he did he he reworked a lot of the music i think with his son or something for uh for the david gordon green ones um but yeah you know i mean i think those first two um work really well you know for those keeping score i already mentioned i forget one or two episodes ago how halloween is a perfect movie you know, if it wasn't for him killing that fucking dog, only for me oh, to geez. then give Urban Legend four stars. <laughs> it had a way worse dog death. So also just, yeah, keep in mind, I am never going to be consistent with how I judge things. Um, no. So please give up on that. But the, yeah, you know, I mean, I just, the, I, I you know, I just, I mean, Halloween's with those movies like, you know, um, Psycho and The Exorcist and, you know, maybe like, you know, Silence of the Lambs, even though, you know, you argue how horror that movie is, you know, but, um, you know, you, these movies that just enter this upper kind of echelon of this, like, you know, oh, this is like straight up, like, just like a well-made movie, you know, I like, I think Halloween sometimes gets unfair, at least the first one gets kind of unfairly lumped in with all of the things that, that copy it. But even then, it ends up just being kind of like a tired copy of itself, the more it keeps revisiting, you know, Michael Myers, you know, going through the 80s and through the mid 90s. And, and you know, well, we're, we'll we'll debate, you know, into this movie as well. Um, so this movie, or at least this series compared to uh, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, um, I am is much as i love the first halloween and are you know are you with recent halloweens too I've, I've had some good times with i am like not at all as familiar with this franchise as i am with friday the 13th and nightmare on elm street both of which like those series i've watched all of those chapters at least 10 times each and i cannot say that for anything past halloween 2 really and i mean yeah probably past halloween too i absolutely agree i would say i've seen halloween and halloween 2 many many times i've lost count i've seen season of the witch a handful of times 
anything in between that and Halloween H2O. I don't even remember those sequels. It's been so long since I've seen them. So I think we need to decide if that's something that we want to dig into. Maybe. I think, I think almost, I think possibly, definitely, eventually. <laughs> right? Um, Same boat for me. I've seen Nightmare, all the Nightmare on Elm Street films so many times. I've seen all the Friday the 13th so many times. And I think because Halloween just keeps coming back and back and back again with new timelines and new things over, you know, so many years, like over 45 years, it feels like we've seen it. Like we've revisited those films, but really we've just been watching these new timelines and these new movies. So I I would say I have a complicated relationship with the franchise because I always think that I love it, but I really only love a handful of them, a small handful. Definitely. I'm like, you know what, if anything, you know, Don Mancini has demonstrated that you can, you can keep the same old fucking plot line and through the through however many, how many decades has those Chucky movies been around and now into the TV series? <laughs> no excuses. Yeah. You know. I think, is Chucky coming up on 25 or 30 years? I think it was like 89 or something, 88, 89 when that first one came out. Mm -hmm. So probably uh, time, you know, like I said, just <laughs> what does it mean to me anymore? I, um, yeah geez and yeah yeah so I, I i think the difference between i think this franchise and those is that like you know it's just they're like the movies just aren't as fun you know like yeah. it's just not as fun to watch michael myers stomp around the place than it is watching chucky or jason or freddy right there's yeah. no and then so the challenge is that like okay it works if your movie is like you know like really good and really suspenseful and you know like the that first one and i think that second one as well yeah. um it's just that like when they start getting kind of tacky and convoluted then it's like okay well at least you can't lean on the silliness anymore at least you know you're not going to be like ah well then fuck it might it's it's already a bad script let's just have freddie playing playing brecken meyer as a video game you know let's just <laughs> fuck it who cares put him on a surfboard you know like at least yeah you know um, they were having fun they were having fun with it mm -hmm. and it even feels that way like for friday the 13th like those movies go off the rails so so many times and michael myers is a situation where it's just it's never fun it's always very dramatic it's very serious and sometimes that doesn't hit right like it i yeah. i think about the first one and how much time it takes for anyone like all the killing to really start and it works like you're not you're not bored or waiting for something to happen like the whole movie has this like wonderful pacing it's very dramatic it's very suspenseful like I'm interested in these characters mm -hmm. whereas you know some of the more some of the the in-between feels like a lot of filler and like it's trying to be dramatic and it's not just not hitting right and though i've always had a relationship with these movies 
you know, one, because it's like, you know, you're, you're, that it's the, the revered classics, right? You know, if, if you know, like Halloween, right? And, and like I said, people argue about Halloween too. I, I like Halloween too, um, especially as it, it takes place, you know, like the second the first one ends, I see it as its own, you know, and I think it's strong enough yeah. to stand together with it. But, um, damn, I lost my point for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the interesting part with Halloween is that when I started getting into, or being allowed to go see movies um, by myself, you know, like this was again in that 1997, 98 yeah. to 2000. And that's when, you know, again, like we're going to be talking about a lot of these fucking late nineties, you know, slashers, because it's just such a crucial part, you know, and, and really when you're at that, we were preteens, you know, that's the, mm -hmm. we are the audience for that shit. And uh, even though we're yeah. technically not old enough to buy the tickets, you know, um, they knew, they knew, you know, they knew that we were, you know, I was buying tickets to, you know, mighty Joe young and going over to see, uh, geez, I wish, you know, uh, fucking Hellraiser three, <laughs> I don't know. like any, whatever, like any, 11 year old shit but i don't oh think hellraiser 3 made it to theaters um so i can't i can't vouch for that but um <laughs> though and so yeah so i just felt like you know i really made it a point to see this movie you know and watch it with like you know the others you know gosh i think there was man this was like a summer where it was like yeah like this and you know like like Scream 2 is the year prior. I think that, you know, gosh, I may have watched like a double feature of like this and like that Psycho remake with, uh, which is just on my list, <laughs> which we'll see if we can yes. bring ourselves yes, to watch Yes, it is. That. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's going to be real bad. But um, so, you know, and this movie is, you know, gosh, so I just, I lumped that with like that phase in my life with like, you know, the I Know What You Did Last Summer's Urban Legends, Scream, um, all of that. And even like watching the movie now, I was like, Jesus, this movie, like, you know, we talked about how Urban Legend borrows so much from Scream, really, you know, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, but this movie fucking is just, this would be a completely different movie if Scream did not exist because this movie, like, really, like, I'm like, I I'm going to go through my notes real quick here where it's like, you know, I mean, obviously you open with the Miramax and Dimension, you know, the Dimension mm -hmm. Pictures logo and you have, you know, your Kevin Williams, you know, Kevin Williamson style, like talking between the teenagers who all talk like they have this, like, you know, masters of english type of vocabulary you know um you have this opening separated opening kill scene you know and then also just like you know the things that like they would call as like meta you know like you know with scream it was like kind of smart how they were doing it with urban legend it was just you know you know playing the paula cole song you know <laughs> it's you know yeah. pacey's hitting the thing and then in this one it's like you know you you know who you've got like you know characters like you know um the her mom janet lee playing you know the character of norma the, the yeah, a lot psycho of name, thing a lot of uh name swapping going on here 
you even have and this is I, I, this is my eye roll moment so hard where later on in the movie you know when she's sending josh hartnett and michelle williams off she's like go down the street to the beckers yeah which i'm like oh my god i can't believe now you know so just that which is such an obvious thing i don't know why she yeah. didn't she gave that line like so forcefully like it was she had to like make sure we all knew exactly <laughs> You know, that this was like yeah. a reference to you know Casey Becker's family who you know they were like we'll go down to the Mackenzie's right which yeah. was filling off Halloween so it's just this movie is just so um it just reeks of scream oh my gosh they're even watching scream too for for a minute they're watching Sarah Michelle Gellar and scream too yes and those scenes. yes but, they are so I don't you know I just think that like yeah I mean as much as I was like, yeah, I guess a lot of horror movies in that era, that revival, I suppose, was really in, were really indebted to Scream. I, watching this again, I think especially so. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, of course, even like the poster, you know, that we're all famous with, it has like all the faces all looking at you all over each other's yeah. shoulders and shit. And then, of course, you, instead of the ghost face, you have the Michael Myers ghosty face. <laughs> you know? But well, yeah, I thought it was really the, interesting. The entire feeling of the movie feels disconnected in that way and I think everything yeah. that you brought up is the reason why because it's trying to be a Halloween movie but it's also trying to be like a post scream slasher at the same time right. so you have that opening kill scene which does feel kind of silly like the you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt you know popping in there like stealing the beers and like oh like somebody messed up your kitchen because he knocked over everything it's very it feels very silly He's a little crazy with the stick, as he yeah. says. I, d I did think it was really dumb, of course, you know, when you first see him, you know, he startles uh, Marion, you know, but of course he's wearing the hockey mask, you know. Yeah, it's but all... see, and, and the opening scene, like maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit here. Go but ahead, let's get started. It, it gives me hope for a different type of movie, actually. Like I expected mm -hmm. more self-awareness and silliness because of the, like the hockey mask and, right. you know, the joking around and like the cops going to the wrong house. Like all, it felt almost like, like a little, like, like a little touch of camp in there. And then the movie gets more serious and dramatic. And I actually like have positive things to say about that too. But um, if you look at the, did you, did you take the time to read the taglines for this movie on IMDb? Um, I only see the one on, yeah, I see the one that's on the Wikipedia right now calling this summer terror won't be taking a vacation. I, I like that one a lot. Um, and you know what? Even terror should practice. Uh, even terror should practice some healthy work-life boundaries. You know, we all should. Some so self-care. That's a very you know, yes, yeah, just unfortunate approach. Yeah, but all of them are are very like they're very silly. Do you have them? <laughs> yeah, I've got them. Hell yeah! Do you hear read them. them yeah, please okay. read them to me. So you already you already shared one of my favorites, which was this summer terror won't be taking a vacation, which mm -hmm. also seems weird to have as a tagline as a Halloween movie, even if it is released in the summer, because it wouldn't be Michael Myers, like it wouldn't be his like hot ghoul summer, like it would be, it would still be Halloween. Yeah, I, um, yeah. So that that's very confusing. I mean, the the whole water situation is very confusing to me. I I don't. 
I did not Which, see how water played into this movie, calling it H2O. Because Halloween, 20 years later, so it's H20, actually. But the not movie... the letter O. Oh, so this is not a two-hydrogen, single-oxygen situation. I, it is um, not. Now, yeah, yeah, you know, okay, go ahead. Go. Okay. <laughs> keep, so keep reading me some taglines. We'll, we'll stay with the, the, H, the H2O <laughs> theme, because yeah. one of our taglines is blood is thicker than water which again has nothing to do with the actual movie h2o though yeah H2O. right so so water yes. is you know um, it's going to be one hell of a family reunion like mm. they're so campy like they're like dumb campy like after two decades away guess who's coming to halloween but it's the summer no it is <laughs> <laughs> They can't decide on the season. This one is is just very boring. 20 years ago, he changed the face of Halloween. Tonight, he's back. Do they do they you, you accented he? Do they do they capitalize it's the all H caps. like oh like like you know like they do for Jesus? They capitalize No, it's just oh. H and E are both capitalized. Oh. So <laughs> 20 years later, Jesus. 20 years later, he is risen. Halloween, yes. you're like the new Easter Halloween. <laughs> Hell yeah. See, that'd be, that'd be a way better tagline. But yeah, so just Jesus and Michael Myers, uh -huh. they capitalize the H. Um, this this one seems pretty on the nose. The face of pure evil is back for Laurie Strode. 20 years later, dot, 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 dot. There's a lot of dots. <sighs> And then this one, I I don't understand. I feel like a bunch of people just sat in a room that have never seen this movie or any of these movies and just mm -hmm. came up with these taglines and were like, slap them on the posters. Trick or treat, kill or die. It's that time of year again. What? Kill, wait, kill or die? Mm-hmm. Mm, so... But only one person kills, and that's that's Michael Myers. Is are, were the others supposed to be killing as well? Well, to not die. I mean, Lori kills. Well, yeah, I guess the one. Yeah, so uh, yeah, okay. And okay. oh, and her man Will. He oh no, he doesn't end up. He doesn't kill anyone. It was he almost, does not almost. Yeah, Adam those are, Arkin. Those are your seven, your seven taglines. Adam Adam Arkin, who is probably most known for showing up in Google searches for people looking for Alan Arkin. But you know what? Good for him. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so we get through this this opening and then even then, just for like the length of this opening, I'm like, I'm like, geez, and there's only like an hour and 10 minutes left of this movie. <laughs> like once yeah. we get to once we get to the credits, you know, one of the one of the fun things about this opening too is that so this movie would be a direct sequel to the second film correct oh yeah right right so let's let's quick recap for everybody so there are multiple timelines for these movies you have mm -hmm. your original timeline that runs one two four five six and then you have h2o which is the seventh movie the franchise including season of the witch still in three but um now this movie retcons all of them except for one and two so it goes yeah. halloween halloween two which you know really takes place 
November 1st, you know, and then, and then this movie. And then 20 years after this movie comes out, you have the David Gordon Green movies, which Eve, just to make it even more complicated, they're like only the first one exists, just the first one. And then they release 2018's Halloween. And then they come out with Halloween Kills after that, but then included the character of Marion Chambers, who played by the same woman who is in Halloween 2. So it's like, nah, just kidding. Now Halloween 2 exists, or just this person might exist. It's very complicated. But I did think it was very cool that this woman, um, and um, I'm sorry, I didn't write down her name, but she is but i found out she's like married to the person who directed halloween resurrection so that's kind of interesting but oh, um, i didn't know that she so, and her survives. character dies in this movie and then is resurrected if you will in the halloween 2018 only to be killed again in halloween only Kills. to be killed again like just leave her leave her be leave her be and i'll be honest janet can... lee no, Janet Lee plays. Oh, just kidding. That's Norma. That's Norma. Yeah, that's Norma. It's um, Nancy Stevens. Nancy Stevens. Good on her. But I, I did think that she gets more to do in this movie in that opening scene than, than she did in Halloween Kills. And I don't know. So it's like, why even bring her back? And she just gets gets killed in the car when they're like driving off to, they like drive off to look for Michael Myers, and then they find him and he kills them. <laughs> by it's the like, way oh, okay. spoilers for all the halloween movies here oh but yeah by the way sorry <laughs> i i think i think it's safe to say there will be spoilers for almost any movie in any franchise of the movie that we're discussing that's that seems right. like a fair statement i did think um i'll um... oh, go ahead if you are paying close attention which i did this time these so you have these three murders in this opening scene and then we don't have an actual kill again until you're a full hour into the movie and the movie's only if you're not counting the credits this movie is straight up 80 minutes long which yep. believe me i i i think that's a positive i put that down as a positive Okay. <laughs> I was like, let's keep this just oh, crisp the length. and going. The, the length. length. Oh yes, I thought you meant the fact that there's no kills until that that oh, last. No. Like it it gets past the hour mark before you get to like Michael Myers actually killing the Jumanji but kid. I do. Yeah. That being said, I do like the opening of this movie. I think Me it's too. really fun. Yeah, I think it's really fun too. And like I said, I think watching this, I was like, this Nancy Stevens gets way more to do in this than in halloween kills you know so like why you know mm -hmm. but i don't know and also i appreciate you know you know jgl uh with a stake through in you know, hockey skate through the face i feel like i've seen that before i do too and right. i couldn't think of from where but it probably is i'm trying around to like... this this 90s area in my in my head i'm picturing it i can see the skate and i can see the two halves of face and i'm like just trying to put them those halves together <laughs> to remember who that was whose face movie... was it right if anyone knows right so and then of course you know 
they finally show up and then Michael Myers just takes the keys to a car and like leaves it like going like 10 miles an hour. Um, and everyone's I like, oh, it. okay. Like literally as they're walking into the house, he's just pulling out of the driveway. And of course- With no lights like, off. Yeah. I, you know what? I really appreciate that Michael Myers drives because I always wonder to myself how these crazy serial killers who aren't traveling through your dreams get around. I guess they do demonstrate so, that he drives plenty, so that's pretty good. They do. Yeah, he he definitely knows how to drive, which also, when did he learn how to drive? He was institutionalized mm. as a boy yeah. who was too young to drive and, it's and not then like, escapes as an adult. And I doubt, like, automatic engines were, like, I mean, I don't know, sorry, I don't know car shit, but, like, I don't know if automatic engines were super, like, common in the late 70s when he comes back to kill Lori, but i mean listen he's got to learn a stick that's more and that's you know because i'm thinking like any i think any person with like five minutes can figure out how to drive like an automatic transmission car but having to drive know. a stick I shift think... i think it's a little tougher maybe it's just tougher for me because i suck at driving a stick it... shift i think it wasn't the a lot of the cars were automatic transmissions because i'm thinking about Lori in the car and i don't remember i mean obviously it's movie magic but i don't remember seeing you know them like shifting gears they're oh sorry i'm talking know? about automatic transitions in 1978 because he drives because they demonstrate that he no, drives a car what, then yeah, too that's i what, think that's what i'm saying like you don't see anybody like pulling back on their arm shifting gears in that first movie either but again mm. you're to your point i also know nothing about cars so we aren't the best source for for car history that's for sure so you know then we pop into i would argue the worst interpretation of the halloween score was these opening credits it was real bad i didn't like it yeah. at all it's all the extra like superfluous like you know strings and shit on it was not feeling that shit at all i want that just to be like heavy synth and then you know you got your you got your cast you got jimmy lee curtis right you got your uh, not alan arkin adam arkin and then uh you got michelle williams dawson's of creek alum we always i was thinking about is there if there's a horror movie starring james vanderbeek and i don't think there is because like we could probably could... i thought the same thing i literally <laughs> like let's complete the whole set because we can watch we can, we've got a few katie holmes app options mm. but but I don't think Vanderbeek has done horror. I don't. Think. I don't. I judging from his filmography, oh. I would say he's not a horror fan. We can watch Freddy vs. Jason. That stars uh, the woman that was in um, Undeclared, as well as um, she was. Uh, she was. This is Dawson's Creek podcast. It's the. <laughs> it's the it's the name of the friend of michelle williams she like falls off a dock and like drowns abby yeah she yeah she's in that's the one she's, she's in, a she's mess in, she's in freddy versus jason things are not going better for her in yes. that, movie, that movie either at least i'm pretty yeah. sure i've got the actresses right we'll see we'll run it up to the research team yeah um but you know again i think you got a pretty good cast here and of course you know l o cool j just killing it oh, as yeah. always um he he like he likes a little bit of horror he's made a, a couple i they, my my i was gonna say i think that i was shocked and upset that i think 
it's just this in deep blue sea yeah right and i'm like and and he did those like almost like back to back and i'm like dude you're you're so great in both of them <laughs> like you should have you yeah. should have kept that career going and you probably successfully advocated for your character to survive in both of those yeah he's um a nice comic relief in both movies and i want to say the only other movies that he was in he was it, it, they were not um they weren't horror they were more like action or drama that sort of thing i have a picture um with a beautiful painted portrait of him in the in the national gallery in washington dc but he's right next to uh i think he's in this like one room over from michelle obama pretty exciting well, it's great this is great it's great i'll share it with you later um and then you know and then you've got uh the introducing credit that doesn't you don't see that a lot in movies but you have the and introducing josh hartman who um yeah we need to talk about him who yeah who lost the i i'll bring this up later the unfortunate loser of the blockbuster entertainment award of 1999 for best newcomer um <laughs> But we'll we'll get back to that later because I, I went down a rabbit hole with the Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, which they nominate. This movie was nominated for a lot, but lost. I lot. I need to know more. Um, we can get back to Josh Hartnett, or we can talk about him now. But let's talk about him now. Let's talk about him now. I have seen many a Josh Hartnett movie, and is anyone else concerned that he had the same haircut? in all of these movies and he's playing the same character i don't want to talk shit on anybody here because like he was a he was a movement he was like he came in hot after this movie but i really don't think that boy has range no he just does the uh the cute kind of bad boy thing he does the same thing now he's or he's not now but he's in that um what's that movie no sorry it's like a tv show with eva green and uh i don't know one of the james bonds Why i have I not no know this idea what the you're talking about he's in uh, it's called like he probably called sleepy hollow there's some uh there's some like spooky show that he's on or he was on for a little bit there's a horror situation I, I can't think of any how many movies I've seen with him in. you know I never saw because I think like Pearl Harbor was the same year as this so like you got mm. that one-two punch of a uh, of heart of the heart net and then well, I think um, Pearl Harbor was like his that was his big break like this was his introduction and then he went like into superstardom from there yeah then it was then it was nothing but heart net you know to take a oh, basketball geez. term you know um from there on out feel, feel free to turn off the podcast now thank you um <laughs> yeah he's fine he just doesn't you know they don't have much he's to fine. do here because the, the the movie just goes by so fast it's like well okay there oh he my is gosh i completely him. disagree that's the thing okay yeah this movie is only what you said 80 84 minutes long it is 86 with credits, 80 Great. without. Okay, so it's it's an 80-minute movie. 
And I actually really enjoy all of the in-between and like experiencing Lori's journey and her like trauma and her alcoholism. Like, um, I don't know how you feel about this timeline for Lori, but this is actually my favorite for her. Um, like her as a person and I'll, I'll dig more into that later. Are we including what happens in resurrection as part of this, this Lori. Um, as her future, sure, but I'm saying up to this point. Sure. Up to this point. Like without I don't count resurrection as a as a movie at all. Um harsh maybe, but it's no. it's pretty it's pretty rough. So that the whole section in between like that opening scene and like all the kills at the end, like it's very long to me in, in a good way, but it feels like you're in almost like a melodrama rather than a horror movie a little bit i mean i was like where did i put this down where i'm like yeah you know like they're talking about the drinking and then yeah oh yeah like at the cafe or whatever and i'm like i was looking at the you know she like asks for you know another drink and you know the guy's just like looking like real obviously down at her drink and then up at her yeah you know and i'm just like don't give her that fucking look dude she's a paying customer the lady wants yeah, two chardonnays yeah. give her two fucking chardonnays dude calm your so, shit who who is Back this up. man to not know that that could have been for her like person that she's with too like you have no idea why she's ordering that glass of chardonnay and if she wants to chug that glass of chardonnay so be it let her do it. The kinder and faster you are, the higher your tip's going to be. Like, exactly. let it happen. Yeah, it's one nail. But yeah, I, I like, yeah, just the, the this version of, of a, you know, certainly still traumatized, haunted Lori. You know, I do think that outside of the coincidence of the first movie being on Halloween... Oh, no, never mind. I remember trying to ask myself that earlier where I was like, there's only been like one Halloween that one time 20 years ago. Like, why is it this holiday that y'all make it such a big deal? But I forgot Michael Myers also like kills his sister on a Halloween yes. as well, right? Yeah, so yes. that, that's so don't mind me. Let it out. Yeah, but I, <laughs> or not. I do feel that this movie does a great job of showing her as a pretty like she's functioning she has a life she has an amazing job she has her son obviously whatever relationship she had with his dad didn't work out you know but she has problems which I think one very traumatizing event in your life like I'm you know I have no level of trauma that can resemble Laurie Strode's but like it feels more relatable to me than the Laurie Strode that we see in 2018 so I, I like this this version of her because she's extremely flawed, but she's also really smart. Yeah, I um, yeah, it was kind of interesting that route, you know, doing the essentially a little bit the uh, Nev Campbell Scream Three route a little bit, where it's like you know you kind of change your name, go into hiding or whatever. And I don't think like Sydney Prescott like officially changed her name. Who knows? But I or no, I don't think so. But um. Yeah, but I don't know. It's weird. It's like taking a, it's still like a relatively like, it's not really that public facing of a job. I guess you're like a dean at this, like, or no, you're, you're uh, a headmistress at this 
private high school or something yeah you know for private there's a name for them it's a private high school where like the um like a charter school no because if the students live on the campus like they do in like a dorm it has a different it's a totally different feast prison i um you can you can tell we're both public school raised here um yeah no i mean i i i like this version of Lori. okay i do think it's interesting that she goes through all these lengths to like you know move to california change her name do whatever and josh hartnett seems to have no problem mentioning to people like oh yeah my uh my uncle yeah. tried to kill my uh my mom and like also like killed like my aunt technically 20 years prior to that or whatever like yeah just crazy runs in the family she's just weird you know which i guess yeah. maybe some dumb teenager would just say that shit all the time but well, and funny i so sorry that i don't have a specific example but i'm thinking about movies where like people change their name and like you know, start a new life and identity in order for her to be as well established in her career as she is. I would think that she like had already changed her identity before he was even born. So why would you, why would you even share that with him? Maybe because, you know, the nightmares are so bad and she's got all those prescriptions. So she's like, well, my son has to have some context to what, what the fuck is going on. It just seems so strange that you would share that with your child and then put that trauma onto them but she's a she's a flawed human right i did like oh yeah josh again uh i don't know i just always think i know what you did last summer when he's you know josh hartnett says to uh jamie lee curtis it's been 20 years what's he waiting for huh (laughs) and i'm like ooh, quoting uh jennifer love hewitt there what is he waiting for huh what is he waiting for um what i also like too is that he uses like the in with michelle williams you know because they're doing this yosemite trip and you know he's not going to go because you know Lori's overprotective even though she decides you know ultimately like oh he can go and then he's like oh fuck which i thought was a fun Mm -hmm. you know kind of turnaround kind of situation just to kind of set up why they wouldn't immediately know where each other was and to kind of separate them while still having them in the same area if that makes sense like i thought i thought that was cool um but i just like that you know he's like just trying to like mac on michelle williams who you know gosh has has the most era appropriate eyebrows i've seen (laughs) That's man. I'm so sorry, man. Just you know, fucking fuck the male gaze, right? If that's you know, I'm if glad, people are doing that shit to their eyebrows, I'm so glad you brought that up because when I pulled up the IMDb for this movie and I saw Michelle Williams' picture, I was like, gosh, she looks so good now compared to like the the 90s style like got her and it just like slapped her in the face with skinny eyebrows and just the worst makeup like oh yeah like back to dawson's creek like barely any eye makeup and that dark lipstick like it was it was a lot yeah and she's so beautiful but the the style like 
Yeah, those eyebrows but are rough. I um, though you know, I'm like I'm siding with the with the four kids. I'd rather skip Yosemite too. Fuck that. Um, also like in like late fall, early winter. Okay, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm I don't have the weather app in front of me, but sure, okay, good good on you if you want. Um, but I did like how you know Josh Hartnett's like tell Michelle Williams just like oh yeah you know my. Turns out my uncle, you know, got crazy in the family. He's going to murder us and this and this and this. So, you know, <laughs> we don't really celebrate Halloween, you know, but then he's like, but it's, you know, we shouldn't be focusing on what's wrong about Halloween and concentrate on what's right about Halloween. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about, dude? I um, He's talking He's talking about trying to get laid. That's oh, yeah. what he's talking about. Like, there's nothing that he's saying is making sense at all. I wish I knew what context I, my notes mentioned because i put at the top of the page i'd rather skip yosemite and then i go to, later on the page i write i would have preferred yosemite <laughs> so i mean i guess maybe to be murdered but i mean i don't know well no but like just this is definitely skipping a lot of things but just as a i i i, I was writing down like all the things that they had at their party and i was like these were that I would want at my like mid 30 year old people party like all those candles. lots of food minimal amounts of alcohol tons of candles not many people dim lighting <laughs> right I know why I know why I said I would have preferred Yosemite because this is the you know one of my main gripes with this movie is that you finally take Michael Myers out of Haddonfield right mm -hmm. and where do you put him langdon illinois okay <laughs> I, you could have said any random ass fucking town i sure and then this random ass nondescript campus in northern california i'm like i would have rather preferred they all go on a trip trip to yosemite and he goes to yosemite yeah. maybe he has to maybe he has to fight a bear i don't know maybe maybe they join forces i don't know but like i would much rather see him in like a fun different situation because you've done that with everybody else you've sent everybody yeah. to space you know and i'm like put yeah. him in the yeah you've said you've put the i know what you did last summer in the bahamas you know <laughs> Oh, yeah, just to, poor just Michael gags. Myers. Like he really doesn't get to take a vacation, does I, he? That's kind of what. <laughs> fuck, you know. I. He's always in the suburbs, just doing the same thing over and over again. Gosh, I mean, even just with the you know the kind of um, mechanic kind of Ghostbusters onesie thing that he wears, he is really kind of your blue collar killer, I suppose. You know. Yeah. The suburbs just trying to make it by i guess i don't know but i <laughs> i guess he never does get to take a vacation speaking speaking of um all the cars that he drives like seem very old-timey but is michael myers scary to you in this movie no like not at all that got, mask like... is so white and the hair and is so like red eyes. it looks like chucky hair and yeah. and and he's not two foot tall running at me with a knife screaming like chucky would be 
and so it's not that scary and then also yeah just like the mask like you know that first really good you look at you have is that famous shot where like you know they're both looking through like the window hole and they seem together i'm just like oh i was like mm-hmm. that mask looks terrible and not even like terrible like you know like beat to shit like it was in you know the 2018 movies like um, which i love yeah like he just, i like, like his mask design in those movies me too and so i just think it like it just oh, it looks really bad and just everything just so so like and i think those, those 90s slashers like everything just so like well lit you know like overly lit mm-hmm. and everything is just so bright and it's just like i don't know well, the other the other thing that makes him less scary to me is so you've got the situation where he needs to get a new car because mm-hmm. his car has presumably run out of gas and I'm assuming that this is supposed to play as scary and suspenseful when the woman and her daughter go to the bathroom, but he at no point is planning on harming them. Like he literally just wants to get a hold of that purse and take the keys. And that is so strange to me. I feel like in every other film, he kills everything that he comes in contact with and he just chose to spare this woman and her daughter like they're very lucky all right it's because there's a kid involved i guess and they're you know they're not gonna they're gonna go soft they won't he doesn't do he doesn't yeah. kill kids right because i know that he like yeah. has he ever killed a kid mm, no i don't think so but i did appreciate again very very 90s thing i thought that child's bowl haircut um i couldn't yeah i initially couldn't tell you what the sex of that child was um but i remember that's just kind of how it was in the in the early to mid 90s everyone just had those bowl cuts we couldn't tell we all looked the same we're all just kids just rolling around getting dirty getting into adventures (laughs) measuring our bowl cuts but i um yeah, I'm like, dude, I would have I would have preferred to have him rom- romping around Yosemite. I think that would be super fun, but Probably that uh intense. Yeah. But then he's just like, you know, whatever, man. It's it's he he was able to enter, well, get that car and get to the campus and then again just good on him. Just like 1998. Like I would have like, you know, map quest printed out and like you know put on like the dash of my car making sure i've got the directions and everything so i don't know how he was able to get to where he got but without who are asking we for to some say, directions who are we to say that he didn't do that that's true i mean just he's he's presumably human stopped like, at a local library a, and you know got yeah. a library card so he could use with the, printer. the mask yeah <laughs> Yeah. full yeah. mask everybody just fucking leaves the library he's got the place to himself yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then and then gets there very very easily because you have your very inept useless security guard who hey 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 but Before... very talented smut writer okay here's the thing i made a note of this because it really bothers me that this this gate situation <laughs> what is the point of having that gate if you don't have a speaker like why does the security have to open the gate fully to go talk to the person in their car or shout back and forth there yeah what's the point of the gate there's no reason whatsoever 
So I don't think that's on LL. I think that's on whoever designed this security station that he's working at. Hmm. I'm just I saying. don't know. The poor the poor security guard blames his gate is is uh how I understand it. But I did I did like the um I did like the these weird interactions between him and his girlfriend, wife. I think wife. Wife on the phone. Um just just working through some scenarios with her over yeah. the phone. I like that. I mean she is his partner, um, his confidant, his muse, you know, like she is in you know, is an inspiration, you know, but certainly yeah. like you know encouraging his work i understand it's been trying i know that there's you know certainly that guilt of you know returning to you know maybe that need to have that steady income and go work with her dad you know but i appreciate the 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 artist spirit that ll and, cool j brings to this role well she gives him she gives him very honest critiques too i appreciate that she's listening to his story and you know he's delivering it i love the way he reads the story <laughs> like what he's written like the way that he reads it like it's it's sexy because it's him like i'm biased to to ll cool j but mm. i love that she's listening to it and it's like what no that would not work and i'm like <laughs> stop stop calling him fruit <laughs> or, or sorry, yeah. stop comparing him to fruit or what i like or she was just he like yeah hell yeah make him smart yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know that's Fair okay thing. you can you can have your bias i mean that is what the ll stands for you know i i do get mad at him later in the movie but um not this not this early on he he really shouldn't be letting kids out either though that that's not good that's not a good practice yeah he's not he's not he's not very good and i would not trust those two kids to make smart decisions oh no yeah both josh hartnett and i just keep calling him jumanji kid because i couldn't remember where he was from but he's the kid <laughs> at the beginning of jumanji he's like the what? young robin williams that like you know fucks up the shoe factory machine or something wow I'll tell you, I've seen this movie so many times and I had to look up the two friends' names, mm -hmm. Charlie and Sarah, because they're so briefly in this film and have such little character development. Like all all slashers have very little character development, but all I know about Charlie is that he wants to fuck Sarah. And all I know about Sarah is that she loves food and sex. And I appreciate her prioritizing those two things at such a young age because i mean it takes some of us decades <laughs> to figure that I, out yeah, that all you I, need uh, is food and sex i i i love the uh just put this on my business card no sex games until i've eaten i uh i, I love that so sarah's pretty great yeah. i mean if that's going to be your one you know which is often the one trait assigned to you know the yeah. teen friends in these movies you know i thought it was pretty funny um yeah gosh you know so you know who you know we saw janet lee for a little bit earlier on um i thought it was you know again another eye-rolling moment when she goes up to jamie lee curtis her daughter in real life and says you know before off offering like maternal advice goes you know i know it's yeah. not my place 
Wink, wink, wink. But this and this and this and this and this. And almost all you don't tell me how to fucking raise my fucking kid. Get the fuck off. Yeah. And uh, shut up, old lady. Go, go eat. <laughs> go eat dirt. You know. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I just, thought, I just thought that was really shitty. Where she's just like, hey, you know, you're good to go. You got 45 minutes to pack. And I'm like, 45 fucking minutes. Like that's not enough time to pack. And then also, like, where does she, where does she live? Does she live on campus? Does is the house on campus? I would assume that she lives on campus. Beautiful house. And just well, for that's this fucking I, high I even school, wrote fucking private school kids. God damn. I even I wrote a note about that too because I was like, Lori's house is my dream house. It has so nice. lanterns all over the walls like give right. give me all the lanterns and like the lighting is just kind of like dim and spooky which you wouldn't think that she would want considering her dark past but it it feels very like warm and not very california at all like that yeah. nothing about that house says california to me but i it is a really nice house to be located like on the campus you'd think that she would just have like white walls and yeah be that um you know you've got the really other extended scene is when you know she's trying to you know tell her her truth to uh alan arkin adam arkin you know and he's like being like a real asshole about it like especially when it gets like where he's just like yeah my sister was murdered by my brother and he just goes "Ooh, that's sucky yeah sucky like, okay i have a couple mean, issues dude? i have a couple of issues with his character so that that moment is yeah. just really interesting to me because <laughs> you know laurie's choosing to tell him this really deep you know dark past secret while they're like making out on the couch and she's like you know straddling him and i was like that's interest that's an interesting choice but then yeah, yeah his reaction is really like shitty and then he like shifts into being supportive right like in the next sentence and i'm like wait doesn't he say that he's a therapist or he's a counselor that and wouldn't be your response even in your personal life i feel yeah it was only he only got concerned when he was like uh is he still out there is he gonna yeah i think he's gonna come back for you and by mm -hmm. that you mean me you know so you know i'm glad that he's dead I am too. And here's my other reason why maybe I'm overthinking this, but okay. So he has the task of checking on all the, the kids that are left behind. So he goes to the girls dorm room to check on them and he asks them what their plans are. And, you know, they make the joke about like doing all the, all the inappropriate things that they can think of. And they ask him what he's doing. And he says, he's going to have his nipples pierced. And I was like, you're supposed to be a counselor at this high school and you're joking around with girls in their bedroom about getting your nipples pierced. That feels, yeah. that feels weird, but you know, the nineties. And yeah, so he, he's not my favorite character. And like, obviously Lori felt shameful about their relationship since it seemed like they were keeping it on the DL. Yeah. I don't think she was proud of that. So yeah you know michael myers dispatches of you know sarah and jumanji you know pretty pretty quickly i thought um a couple things i had like noted was you know it was weird to have like i get that you set up the dumb waiter 
you know, mm. because you knew that was going to come back later. Oh yeah. Um, but it was weird that Michelle Williams, it was it was her that's like using the dumb waiter originally, and I was like, oh, that's weird that like she wasn't a part of some chase scene with that. It was weird. So yeah, I agree. And as dumb as Jumanji guys' death was, even though it had yet another, just like the skate thing, I couldn't place it. it also has a faint. Uh, always with the garbage disposal fake outs. I feel like that happens a lot in those movies. Yeah. Just grind up some grind up some hands for me, you know, and I'll just do it. Yeah, you know what? I actually that was one of my questions that was on my mind. So, okay, so two garbage disposal questions. Sure. One, have you ever dropped something in your garbage disposal that you could not reach from like above the rubber piece? So like say it's a fork, you could mm -hmm. usually reach a fork, right? Yeah. But let's say you drop like the little metal piece of your garlic crusher or something, you know, and it's it's in there. You yeah. can hear it. Like you turn on the garbage disposal. Are you reaching in there or are you calling a plumber? Ooh, I know it's bad reaching in there. I don't, you know, it's just going full force and just doing it. But I mean, you can like, you know, so what you need to do, so two things that I do, um one of course you know you never turn that shit on and then two you know you can unplug well certain ones you can unplug from underneath mm, but so that would be you know you got that double extra double extra layer of protection there i suppose i have always used a tool whenever i need to get something so like if you have tongs like yeah throw those tongs in there like try to see if you can get it that way i'm not putting my hand in there even yeah i'm not doing it I put my hand in there um, just the other day. Dang. But yes, I would love to see, like, I would have loved to have seen Michael Myers just walk up and be like, flip that switch. And his hand just start getting like, just gets just all, 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 yeah. Oh, just like flapping. Yeah. Just flapping. Um, yeah. The, and then yeah, stab it, him. Right. So I thought Jumanji's death was a little dumb. Mm -hmm. Sarah's the only I, I liked the dropping the dumb waiter and it breaking her leg you know yeah. I thought that was a fun one because that's like the only yeah. really real like gore you get like is that scene on that leg and then um yeah not but a lot then, of gore in this movie but then you get that it's just sad like you're just going I don't want to die and I just remember like I guess these are children so I guess he does kill children because they're 17 and she's super fun like she yeah. does nothing that's annoying or like i don't wish for her like wish her harm like a lot of these movies you know you watch them and you're like gosh i can't wait to see this person get killed off like they have it coming like she's she seems like a sweet girl who's like having a great time in high school like you know and so yeah it, it is it is sad but also you know we barely we barely get to know her and we're already like down the stretch because what happens is, you know, they realize, you know, or, you know, what's it? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Adam Mark and go to find Josh Hartnett, you know, mm -hmm. by that point, both Sarah and Jumanji are dead. And then Michelle Williams and Josh Hartnett, like they connect or whatever. And then you have the Laurie and Michael face to face. And there are literally 20 minutes left of the movie. So yeah. like, Michael sees Laurie for the first time and there's 20 minutes left and you're just yeah. like Jesus Christ and then and then it's weird because it's like I feel like I guess not that much happens you know she immediately tells like that's it for Josh Hartnett and Michelle Williams they're done for the movie yeah. you know he says drive off it, you're good 
It is kind of amusing to me when she does tell them to go drive off and she gets out of the car. Michelle Williams is so much more upset that she's staying than Josh Hartnett is. They, yeah, they exchange several sentences back and forth. She's like, no, Miss Tate, no, like, don't do it. And he's like, oh, mom, I guess you, we got to go. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I know. I'm sorry. Um, so they go back just to have um adam arkin you know shoot ll cool j even though like mm. like watching that i rewound that scene like twice and watched it there's two cuts where it's like you see the shadow walking up the stairs and then yeah. it cuts to adam arkin about to shoot and then shooting and then it cuts again like that first shape it's absolutely michael myers you know oh and for then, sure i noticed the same and then it cuts back and it's absolutely LL Cool J. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And you know what? That's their <laughs> height difference is quite a bit too. Quite different. Like and build, like just everything about like Michael Myers is tall and like a different type of large than LL Cool J is like. Gosh, I mean, he can't be taller than like five ten. He always appears like he has like shorter energy to me. I don't know. And he's just muscular, like so much muscles. Michael Myers has none of that. Gosh, so you know, uh, you think LL Cool J is dead. Um, Michael Myers shows up, kills Adam Arkin, and then you have this chase scene, you know, through, you know, I think one of the libraries, I think the cafeteria, you know, like with the tables and stuff, and you know again it's I like just that like... i like the the tables situation anytime there's like a sequence in a slasher where like you have to hide in or under a series of things whether it be tables body bags mannequins curtains i'm into it <laughs> name it you know um <laughs> yes even though again like i just like dude is just silent like a fucking cat how does he yeah. like not, not only will this scene where he's just like, how does he get on top of that table make no noise whatsoever and walk across all those tables and then also when he is i forget like when no when he was coming there at some point he's like lowering himself he from is a thing. using he okay let's let's think about how old michael myers would be at this point in time so he was supposed to be six so he would have been okay if Lori was 17 and she was a baby when Michael Myers married or married murdered his other sister. So it's like sixty one, right? I Seventeen want, later, like, seventy eight. Yeah, like I, I'm just thinking about someone who presumably like has no gymnast background, <laughs> no gymnastics background lifting himself his giant body from the with ceiling one arm. silently with one arm and coming down his that is impressive he's literally like hanging with his arm like you know uh at like this like right you that's know, a right one-armed pull-up jesus christ and he's just and then even then like i think earlier when like uh josh before they meet up josh hart and michelle williams are like running and he somehow like is just comes from a tree <laughs> silently when he was like it makes no yeah. sense he's like a um, cat also i was completely wrong lo cool j is six one dang okay taller than he's him. he's tall okay my, my um, mistake but you know then it's you get the first kind of in ceremony unceremonious 
kill you think he's dead you know you think michael well, we never think michael myers is dead but he um well, he falls the out only window, time that's the only time i've ever been mad at lo cool j is when he yeah tells her to like he's dead and grabs her and stops her from you know Lori had to get that she was gonna stab him i bet as many times as she could and he didn't even let her get one in what an asshole yeah is that what you were gonna bring up earlier is like why <laughs> the that's the only time I'm, like never yeah. will you hear me say that i was mad at l cool j but in that moment i was like really oh come on i like that they put him in a body bag um you know without checking a pulse or and then also leaving the mask on <laughs> thinking why why would we leave that mask on like you would you would take it off I'd be like, uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I'd be like, well, let's stab him a few times, and then, and then I'll take it off. But so maybe that's what it was. It's like, okay, look, we can kill him right here. Like we can stab him a bunch of times right here, or we can zip him up and put him in the body bag. But I'm not taking the mask off if we're doing that. But yeah. so I don't know. And then just this whole thing at the end with you know him waking up in the car and then him launching out of the car and then them flipping it and then pinning him and allegedly i jesus i i couldn't even tell you i don't remember anything about resurrection like do they show that it's someone getting switched out or do they just tell you that that's what happened because it's not remember. michael myers somehow it's just some random other asshole who just happens to be around i don't remember and i actually have watched that movie quite recently not right because sure the idea is that she decapitates someone else, right? Or someone just Michael Myers manages to like switch clothes, put someone else in that, you know, cover his mouth so he can't talk, and then I have Lori no cut idea. his head off. I like that Lori um I like that Lori decides that she's going to take this van and like take care of him herself. Love but it. what is troubling to me is I can't like have you ever lost your zipper pull on an article of clothing? Yeah. It's super difficult to open it, right? Like even from the outside of the garment. Imagine trying to open a body bag from the, from the inside. inside. I think what? they have to I think it's like the situation with graves. I think they have to put like a string or a bell on the inside just in case they mess up. In case they get So it it's wrong. just a double it's a double yeah. sided zipper. So they like if you are alive, you're like, oh thank goodness yeah, this was it's there. uh it's a whoopsie zipper <laughs> it's a whoopsie zipper since they're not yeah. checking pulses before they're throwing you in there anyway right so um but like you know without even you know if if by some magic miracle or halloween resurrection never existed i think mm -hmm. this would have been red i'm like yeah hell yeah she just chops his fucking head off that's awesome and it looked cool I actually... and it ended that way and i was like yeah just because that's the only way to do it, right? Which is yeah. I appreciated about that last Halloween. It's like, well, there's only one way is just to destroy the body entirely, you know? Yeah, I really enjoy part of that, that whole sequence. I really like when he is like, like when he's, his body is stuck. The first thing he does when he like kind of comes to is he like checks to see if he's wearing his mask, like in a panic. I really enjoyed that because I liked him like not having his wits about him and being so worried that he wasn't wearing the mask because that's like very clearly, you know, a huge part of 
who mm-hmm. he is but i don't like that he reaches out like to hold her hand or like for help whatever that that is i'm like no he's not the type to like play tricks so what what is that supposed to be like i'm assuming i'm assuming it's supposed to be a trick but i didn't really love that but yeah i i like the i like the chopping off of the head i think it's great yeah it's a pretty pretty quick ending I think one thing we didn't um, we didn't touch on is I think Jamie Lee Curtis is great in this movie. I think so too, and I think that's the you know I would say probably the best part of this movie is her. You know I think yeah. there's you know the movie's short, which is great, and I think she's great. Outside of that, I don't know. I did like, and then I like the funny asides with. Uh, between LL Cool J and his wife, even though at the end he's like, yes. I got it, babe. I got it. I'm going to write a thriller. And I'm like, children are dead, bro, at the place you were the security guard at. <laughs> like, bro, I'll like see. that's, you're you're going to be fired at least. Oh, absolutely. Let this happen. So I guess he's got it. And then if he's going to write like a thriller based off it, that's awful. Also, <laughs> what type of thrill like that sounds like horror to me like you're you're getting into horror novel um territory not thriller that's what i thought yeah um and yeah gosh and yeah that's 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 the end of the movie just 80 80 minutes i was wondering i'm like god are we going to spend more than 80 minutes talking about this movie um we might looks like we're getting there but i i um... i think we will but we also have a franchise of movies yeah. that are intertwined with this as well. And this this movie actually has it has a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I also like had to like dip into because I was so curious. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at any of the others to to compare. Resurrection which... has a 10. Oof. That which I'm surprised mostly, one out of 10 people said something nice about that movie. I think that nostalgia could get it one out of 10. Yeah. So, you know, the movie has a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, before we hop into, you know, rating this movie using our patent pending, by the way, five boot system. Um, I was looking through any sort of like, I was looking through the Wikipedia for this and any sort of accolades or anything or, you know, any attention this movie got. And I noticed, uh, sent me down a rabbit hole of a Blockbuster Entertainment Awards 1990, mm, yes, 1999 yes. Uh, nominees. And so I need to double check. I didn't see who. So, okay. So best actor in a horror movie block the blockbuster awards blockbuster entertainment awards in 1999 so now remember this is anything from summer nine like basically you know summer 98 into like fall of like you know or sorry into like spring of 99 right so great time now you have um adam arkin who was nominated for best horror actor do you want to guess who he lost to Oh, I'm surprised that he was nominated with the, not having a like a leading role. It's his, it's probably one of his, his I, mean, I don't know. He might have maybe multiple award nominations, but 
I couldn't imagine what, but I don't know. He, um, his fellow nominee was Elijah Wood for the faculty, but ultimately lost to Wesley Snipes Blade. Wow. Now, um, LL Cool J nominated best horror, best supporting actor horror. Who do you think he lost to? I'll edit out any long pauses, so don't worry if you want to sit and like think on this for a second. No, I want everyone to know how hard I'm thinking about this. Okay, good. I want to make sure how com- everyone knows how committed Gosh. you are. I wish I had known that there was going to be trivia. <laughs> I know. So I'll tell you real quick. So you have... Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 It was 98? So basically any any movies... Anything, anything from 98 to 99. Yeah. Was it... Our boy Joshua Jackson in no. Urban Legend. No, I wish he was better than this person. So he, um, the other fellow nominee was Chris Christopherson for Blade, um, but both ultimately losing out to FPJ Freddie Prinze Jr. for I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. That is bonkers. Is unbelievable. I want to write hate mail so many years later they gave it to freddie prince jr over ll yeah so you've got for that movie oh my god so you've got best uh breakout star you've got uh josh hartnett who lost to um jesus i couldn't oh yeah do you know who dugray scott is no exactly do you know who joseph fines is that that name is familiar but i i'm not like give me a movie well it was for shakespeare in love oh yes 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 i do okay i do know who he is does he have does is he was he as much of a breakout star as josh hartnett i don't know i don't think that's true but the biggest biggest crushing what the fuck moment is you've got jimmy lee curtis nominated for best actress in a horror film lost do you want to guess to who i'm assuming it's not someone in blade <laughs> not someone in blade no i couldn't tell you anyone else in blade to be honest is it to jennifer love hewitt ding 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 it is jennifer love hewitt and i uh, still for, know, I what, still you know what you did last summer beating both check this and i don't know how this person i can't nominated. believe she would beat jamie lee curtis <laughs> beat both jamie lee curtis as well as brandy for i still know what you did last summer dude fucking jennifer love hewitt wasn't even the most interesting actress no. in her own fucking movie i would have put brandy above jennifer love i hewitt. would have i would have given it to brandy 100 percent. So, it would have been fun if they killed off julian ray as like a twist and, and then it was be Brandy and Mackay Pfeiffer. Brand, yeah, Brandy and Mackay Pfeiffer. Like, let's let's make that shit happen. Brandy, Brandy and Jack Black, make yeah. let him live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I just I just thought that was pretty funny to share. You know, also a Bug's Life beat Mulan that year. I don't think that's. I think that that's that's also bullshit. Um, and then <laughs> be revisited uh, for both for best um, horror. No, for Best Supporting Actress, Catherine Zeta-Jones beat Clea Duvall in Faculty. 
And then Celine Dion won for Titanic, like 1999. Like the movie's two years old. Like get a fucking grip, y'all. Like you can't still be keep. You just need a reason to keep giving Titanic awards. Come on, get the fuck out of here. But I thought that was a. <laughs> so I could just imagine you and I, um, just, just angry fists clenched at the injustices of the 1999 yeah. Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. I just thought that'd be fun to share with you. That is really upsetting i i thought it was going to be way more fun and now i'm just furious of all just, the wrongs that happened that year it's a lot man just beating both jamie lee curtis and brandy like get the fuck out of here come on brandy was so good that they put her in well yeah that they put her in the lead actress they're like we're not even gonna fuck with the supporting actress for her and they put freddie prince jr in the supporting actor role not even That's in the so lead funny. actor role so it's you know i don't know so we're here now i'm, would you... I'm so curious before we move on how long you were reading about this particular award show <laughs> A lot because it's it was hard to, it was hard to find the list of nominees at first and I kept getting really like mixed up because it was the nineteen like where they put them like they're yeah you know, the way that they kind of choose like what you know the parameters of like release dates and everything I'm like, yeah know. because it's not then, a calendar year and then uh, the blockbuster entertainment awards ended in twenty twenty one so I would assume it's because people rioted and just really quickly lost interest after the injustice of jennifer fucking love hewitt come on jesus get wow. out of here so um now for your for the boo scale you want me to go first or you want to go Ooh, i feel like this is going to be a situation where i'm a i'm inconsistent that's okay i have watched this movie so many times i kind of like fit it into like a comfort category mm -hmm. and i almost like i feel like that gives you half a star right there half a boob for like getting into comfort movie territory i'm gonna give it three boos okay i'm giving it two and a half i was on the fence i was gonna do I... two and a half but i pushed it i pushed it up and i wrote two boos on my thing so it's a last minute change because you're right you're right you ch you changed me that that half a boo you know you're right it is earned for that, yeah. that familiarity i'll say objectively i do think it's a two and a half boo movie but i personally i'm giving it three because of the the comfort movie aspect. oh you're talking you're talking to urban legend four boo masterpiece over here so don't don't even worry <laughs> now where would you where would you list it as far as halloween movies there's so many yeah i mean oh, i mean got... like counting like rob zombie like and like all of them like like i've got a top five written out right here is my five favorite halloween movies but which i can share but i'm curious to see like where you put h2o I'd assume with like the top ones, right? Because there's just not a lot of like really good ones, you know. Yeah, I I will admit though, enjoyed I enjoyed the Rob Zombie vision of Halloween. I think it's something completely different than yeah. 
like anything else, but it, and, you know, he managed to make it his own, but, um, I can, I can give you a, I can give you a top five. Oh yeah. Let's hear it. Mm. Okay. 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 And I swear if Halloween ends is in your top five, <laughs> fucking, I know it is. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to be bold here. Love it. Bold and simple. I'm going to go Halloween, Halloween okay. two, <laughs> Halloween three. I'm going to write this to look very creative. One, two, three. Thank you. I know. I know. <laughs> right. I was like, here, let me write this down. But you're just going one, two, three. All right, that's easy. I'm just kidding. So Halloween, Halloween 2. Then you got Season of the Witch. And then I'm going to go... I'm really torn between Halloween 2018 and Halloween H2O. Because I do... I did really enjoy 2018. And then that's... that's Yeah, I'd say that's a good top five. You know, uh, H2O is my fifth favorite as well hmm. um my you know um see rolling your eyes already i uh halloween so h2o is number five right okay number four are you counting down yeah number four season of the witch okay number three halloween two wow i know where this is going yeah, second best Halloween movie ever made is fucking 2022's Halloween Ends. I I think but, we need to we need to do a whole episode on that. I I I will sing those movies praises. I think I it should have it yeah, and the first movie of course being the Halloween, right? The first one. Mm-hmm. I as far as like all this like retconning and story stuff, man, if they just went straight from the first Halloween to Halloween Ends, man, I think it would have been stronger. All your bananas I, yeah hell yeah i where i agree with you it's a totally different point that i'm <laughs> like about I'm to make agreeing is a generous term agreeing might be I, strong yeah. where where i where i like where you're going with that idea is i would have loved for that halloween ends to be the beginning of that new trilogy like mm-hmm. let's just let's just do that I I liked I liked like Corey all, B. All, it was just little, out of order. Yeah, it felt it felt very out of order. But I I think um I think that would be a very rich conversation. I like it. We will we will do it possibly. I don't know. Maybe start a podcast and talk about it. I'm not sure. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, um, gosh. Okay. I feel like you know for an 80 minute movie we've said a lot of things. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add about Halloween ends or hot Halloween ends? Sorry about Halloween, Halloween H two O, colon twenty years later. Mm. Sorry, you could give credit where credits due. Give it the full uh, the full title. Anything you want to add? The only thing that I can add is I never really thought about how strange it was that they called it Halloween H two O until this year and reading all of those taglines and the just so silly and fun and i am delighted that this movie did as well as it did sales wise <laughs> box office sales wise for, enough for to get enough to get you uh enough to get you a halloween halloween resurrection 
Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, they definitely didn't go, go to a good place with that. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's a easy to rewatch fun movie. If people were telling me to pick my top five, like you just did, I would say like, if you're going to watch Halloween movies, like watch these. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I would, I wonder if now, I guess there wouldn't be, it'd be a fun cut of uh, either like a fun cut that explains how both H2O happened. And then 20 years after that is the 2018 one. So it includes them both in that situation, yeah. but then you don't get Hartnet, you know, you'd have to maybe explain, you know, um, or, you know, I'd written on a stray note that like, I think the only other place this could go is to do like a new nightmare kind of route with Jamie Lee Curtis and John Carpenter. Mm. I think that'd be oh really cool. Gosh. Yes. Right. Yes. They're both pretty fun people. And I think that would be a fun situation. And then with like yeah. a, a Michael Myers coming, you know, played by Mike Myers. I don't know, you know, <laughs> so. Yeah. Halloween is a situation and but this is going to be a reoccurring theme, I think, for both of us, where if if they keep making them, I guess I'll just keep watching them. Oh, yeah. 100%. And they will. Yeah. And I will. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, uh, you know, like the new Final Destination coming out. We're going to watch it. Of course we will. Oh, hell the new yeah. New Insidious that's out this week. Of course I'm going to watch it. We might gonna... be the first people in line for Final Destination. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Jeez. Yeah. They ever give me, if they ever give me another Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, 100%. So, please. Gosh, I knew we'd have a lot of fun talking about this one. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. A very, very long conversation for a short movie. Yeah. But it was fun. Well, it was. Well, have a good night. Thanks, everybody. And uh, gosh, we'll see you next time. Three, two, one, ghost. Thanks for listening to our episode on Halloween H2O. If you're enjoying listening to this podcast, you don't need to hide out in the bushes and look into our windows to find out what we're up to because you can find us on social media. We're on Instagram at 321GhostPod. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at 321GhostPod. If you'd like to email us with any questions, comments, concerns, or maybe recommend a movie that you'd like to hear us chat about, you can email us at 321ghostpod at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on a streaming platform, we would love and appreciate if you could leave us a killer review. Thanks again for listening. Now get out there and have your hot, cool summer. Three, two, one, ghost. Ghost.